0: Well, summon the crowd
1: around the pitch. What's going on, guys? This is Gary. This is Josh. And let's talk soccer. Josh is back.
0: Yay!
1: They only had to suffer through one lone podcast with me, so uh, I appreciate everyone that did that. Dude, so um, you went away to camp for a little while. Played some soccer, but not entirely all soccer, but you had a good time, yeah?
0: Yeah, it was pretty fun.
1: Nice, and we did some hard training today, so my legs are already aching. Yeah, so are mine. Yeah, cool. All right, let's just get start rolling with stuff. Let's talk about a couple things, and then we're going to spend the vast majority of this episode talking about the transfer market, which we love. First up. Congratulations to Atlanta United pulling out a lovely win over Colorado Rapids yesterday, Saturday. Today is Sunday, June 25th. So yesterday, Joseph Martinez comes back. I believe it's the first game that he started since he was out injured. He's played in a couple others, but started and had the game-winning goal.
0: Yeah, and that's that just shows how good Joseph Martinez compares to everyone on our team.
1: Amazing. He and, of course, Almiron lead the team. Yes. Um... They're young and they're fast. It's it's so much fun to watch these guys play. Um, we are now in sixth place in the Eastern Conference and have a game in hand over two or three teams, I believe, um, above us. So we are in. We're in the playoffs. Like if if they had to, if the season ended now, I think top six go yeah. from each conference. So we're in as of right now. Um, that's amazing. And you would only think that the team would get better. Um, a colleague of mine at work and I were looking recently at the road records of all the teams in the MLS and it's pathetic. (laughs) There is not one winning record. There's not even one 500, even close to 500 record on the road in the MLS. So, you know, if you can, if you have a team who, you know, you can hold your own at home, but if you can even do halfway decent, out on the road, you're definitely going to be way high up um, in the table in your conference. So I just found that interesting.
0: Yeah, and also to consider that that we are that Atlanta United is an expansion team. Yeah. Um, if you compare them to the expansion teams that happened a few years ago, right? NYCFC and mm-hmm. Orlando City. Yep. They both finished outside the playoffs in their first year. Yes. Currently, we mm-hmm. are inside the playoffs, which it's yeah. pretty it's pretty big considering that.
1: And I I think if if we're not number one, we're definitely high up in average home attendance. Yes. Um, It's impressive. Atlanta has done an amazing job. The city itself and the club have done an amazing job. So I am proud um, to say that I am an Atlanta United fan. Yes, I am. Absolutely. All right. Let's go ahead and switch over to the Confederations Cup. So you know, Confederations Cup is sort of a collective of um, other FIFA run tournaments, winners of other FIFA run tournaments. So we've got you know CONCACAF and the Euros. Portugal's there representing that, of course. Germany's in it, representing winning the World Cup that was in Brazil. The African uh,
0: Cup of Nations. African
1: Cup of Nations. So Cameroon yes is there for that. Uh, Chile is there uh, for the CONCACAF. Yeah tournament so um so it's really kind of a cool um you know mix of teams but let's kind of go quickly through the results from this weekend so first up uh New Zealand were the home team Portugal came in and uh pretty much said goodbye to New Zealand with a 4-0 win yeah
0: Ronaldo scored and then everything goes
1: doesn't not a huge surprise there Uh um then also, Mexico last night took on Russia, who's hosting the tournament. It's in Sochi, Sochi Russia. And uh, Mexico pull out a 2-1 victory.
0: Yeah, pretty pretty cool there.
1: Hard-fought game. Watched a lot of that, and it was, it was a well-played game by both teams. Yes. Actually. And then today, Sunday, Chile and Australia came to a 1-1 draw, which I find a little interesting.
0: Yeah, a bit questionable from Chile there.
1: Yeah. Um, and then Germany... Beat Cameroon 3-1, so they beat them pretty well. But I must say Germany's team was their B squad, um, you know, other than Kimmich and uh, who else? Emre Chan. Emre Chan. Draxler. And Draxler. That was, those were sort of the big well-known names. Ter of yeah. course, in goal. Um, <clears throat> but, I mean, a lot of young players, good experience for them. But um, that just shows the depth of a country like Germany that even, you know, there people that wouldn't even maybe make their, their roster of 23 um, to travel in a, a larger um, international tournament, just go in and, and dominate. So yeah. we have our semifinal teams figured out. So first up um, on Wednesday, Portugal and Chile play.
0: Oh, yeah, that's a pretty good game. I think
1: that will be a good game. And then Germany and Mexico play on Thursday, and that could be interesting, too.
0: Yeah, I love the Confederations Cup, but the only thing that angers me is that Mexico's in there instead of the U.S.
1: Yeah, um, that is unfortunate, but the U.S. has to go out and and earn it.
0: Yeah, and we did not show that in the last Gold Cup.
1: No, we didn't, Uh, but, you know, we've got a new coach now in Bruce Arena, and... You know, you look at players like Christian Pulisic who are just just getting better and better each match. So, um, you know, I think we're moving in the right direction. For sure. Which is always good. All right. Let's talk transfer market. So what I thought we could do is let's go through. We pulled this from a variety of sources. Let's go through. Um, we have a couple of deals. We're not going to go through every single thing, of course, because there's a lot of activity. But we'll go through... The more popular players, the the more well-known types of activity that's going on. We have a couple of deals that closed. First up, Mohamed Salah goes from Roma to Liverpool. Yes. I think that was 30 million pounds, if I remember correctly. We did post it on our Instagram page, at Let's Talk Soccer. So check us out there. <clears throat> in 43 appearances, um, and this is in all competitions for Roma, Salah had 19 goals and 12 assists.
0: So... A total of thirty-one goals and assists combined yes. in forty-three matches isn't too bad. No. Also, considering he's a right midfielder, that's right. pretty good.
1: Yes, uh, and it, I think that sends a. I think it also sends a signal that Liverpool is ready to step up to the table and start spending some money.
0: Yeah. Uh and I think it's a pretty good signing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think he's a I think he's a great player. Um, I do think it's a good signing for them. And I hope that this is sort of the spark that gets the rest of the Premier League activity going. You yeah. Know, I hope that's sort of you know, sometimes you need that initial little burst just to sort of set everything else on fire and I hope that's it. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And we'll talk about some rumors that if the, if, a, if half of those or a quarter of those go through, then then it definitely will catch fire pretty quickly. The second deal that closed, and this just came out, is that Mario Balotelli signed a one year extension with Nice, which yeah. is nice. Yeah, <laughs> great. Point. I like that. Huh?
0: Okay, so he had 15 league league uh, goals uh-huh. uh, in the 2016 17 season. And that's not the highest, but considering that Balotelli got, like, two with Liverpool. For
1: him, that's... That's amazing. Productive, yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe in his older age, he's starting to chill out a little bit. I still think that he's... And we'll never know. But I think he was one of those players that if he could have just sort of managed his um, his attitude and his anger, um, he, who knows how good he could have been. Because when he wanted to play well, when he was in control of himself... He was amazing.
0: Yeah, he was by far one of the one of the best players on the pitch.
1: Yeah, at the time. Yep. Um, but we'll never know what he could have been, I suppose. All right, let's jump over to the reports and the rumors, the fun stuff. All right, first up, and again, this is from a lot of different sources, <clears throat> so this is not us reporting it, but we're going to definitely um, comment on some of these. Yes, Hamis Rodriguez apparently agrees to a move to Manchester United. Um, says that he wants to join United, um, who are a bit reluctant to meet um, the asking price that Florentino Perez, who is Real Madrid's president, is asking for James. It's 61.6 million pounds. So that's a lot. Yes. you know, Obviously, uh, coming out of the World Cup, When James had a lovely goal and he had a good tournament, um, you know, Real Madrid, a lot of teams wanted to jump in with both feet. Real Madrid won that battle. They paid a lot of money for him. So this just looks like a desperate effort to try to get as much money back as they can.
0: Yes, for sure. Uh, So... Rodriguez had 30 in 31 appearances, had 11 goals and eight assists. So, so, not horrible, not horrible, sort of average, I would say.
1: You know, that's that's a hard team to go in and get playing time in. So, um, you know, part of it is he just hasn't had the minutes. Yeah, that that a player like him would need. Yeah, for sure. All right, next up, <clears throat> Juve's Alexandro is supposedly closing on a record 60 million pound move to Chelsea. The, the, the record here is that it's a club record for Chelsea if this goes through.
0: Yes, yeah, so he, Alexander made 43 appearances for Juve in the, Juve in the 2016-17 season, yep. in all competitions.
1: <clears throat> so, good player. Um, Chelsea, like a lot of the top Premier League teams, a lot of... Uh, rumors tied to them, but not a lot of true activity. So there's going to be, if if reports are right, there's a lot of players coming and going um, out of these teams. So it could be a very, very interesting um, and action-packed transfer market.
0: Yeah, for sure. And another thing about Alexandro is he's an attacking fullback, kind of uh, sort of like Marcos Alonso, Uh who's already on Chelsea. Uh, They both are left backs. So it would be interesting interesting to see how uh, they both, Uh, Conte tries to fit both into the team.
1: That's a great point. Next up, uh, also uh, related to Real Madrid, who we mentioned a second ago, they are ready to sell Gareth Bale in order to create space in their squad for teenage sensation Mbappe. And we're going to hear more about Mbappe in the next couple of reports. But, you know, everybody wants this kid, uh, 18 years old, I believe, <clears throat> um pretty amazing that he's already this good in 46 appearances in all competitions for monaco 26 goals and eight assists so the kid could play
0: yeah and he's what like 18 or 19 yeah and a total of 34 total goals and assists in 46 matches that's that's pretty good
1: it's not that's not a bad rate uh you know you look at um you know, other players like uh, Salah, who had 31 total goals and assists in 43 games, and, you know, Mbappe is right on that pace. So um, this kid's going to go for a lot of money. Yes. Next up in line for Mbappe, uh, Arsenal, it involves him at least, Arsenal will turn their attention to Man U forward Anthony Martial if they miss out on Mbappe. Uh, I don't know if Martial, I haven't watched Mbappe play a ton, but for the amount of money that's being thrown around for this kid, I don't, is Martial the next best thing?
0: Yeah, like there's much better players, and it seems like Arsene Wenger is going after French talent, so, and I can name a lot of better French players.
1: I didn't put, I didn't connect that, but you're right.
0: Yes, he's Arsene Wenger is French. Yes, he is. So I can I can understand that why he's going after French talent. Yeah, and I feel like there's a lot of better players in the attacking role for France than yeah.
1: Martial. And I just find that interesting. Again, that um, you know, countries aside, Martial is he's okay. He yeah. has his moments, but um, you know, if you've, you've got this on one hand, you've got this kid who is going to be supposedly the the highest transfer fee ever and then if you don't get them you're gonna go to martial just feels like there's gotta be something else in between yeah for sure maybe not french but there's gotta be something else there yeah so i don't know if i've mentioned mbappe yet but we're gonna talk about him for a second yeah i don't think we (laughs) No, all right next up so this is interesting So with all of these teams talking about how how badly they want him and how much they want to pay him, Monaco said that they're willing to offer Mbappe a 900% pay raise in a bid to keep him this summer. So they're willing to increase his wages from 18,000 euros a week to 162,000 euros a week, which will bring him in line with the club's highest earner, which is Radamel Falcao.
0: Um, All I have to say is uh
1: 900%. You know, if that's true, and if he takes it, that will tell a lot about him. Yeah. I would imagine that with the teams that are knocking on the door for him, the opportunity to win the Champions League and play for – Monaco's a a great club and a great organization, but you've got a team like Real Madrid – Knocking on your door, um, it just feels to me like that's a maybe a once in a lifetime chance for someone like him, and you kind of got to take it. Um, you know, money isn't everything; it's great, but he's going to get plenty of money wherever he goes. For sure. So now it's: Do you want to be able to compete at the highest level or not? Yeah. You know, across you know not only your own domestic league but across the world stage. So we shall see what happens with that. That's going to be very interesting. Yep. So Everton had made a 27 million pound bid for Gilfie Sigurdsson, but Swansea rejected it. Um, So the report says that despite signing Davy Clausen, the Toffees are also looking to add more creativity to their squad, which of course Sigurdsson has. Yes. Um, But the reports say that Swansea values Sigurdsson a bit higher than that 27 million pounds. They value him around 30 million, and you can see why. Um, In 45 total appearances for Swansea this past season, Sigurdsson had 13 goals and 14 assists. And those 14 assists put him at third in the entire Premier League. So you want to talk about creativity, especially on a team like Swansea that was struggling a bit um, to have that sort of an impact and and rank that high in a very important category is pretty cool. Yes. All right. Next up, Man Yu have offered a contract worth 7.5 million euros a season to Roma midfielder Raja Nangolin.
0: Yes, he's a very, very talented midfielder, very uh, well-rounded in every sort of thing, and in 64 appearances, so made a lot of appearances this season. He did. He played a lot. uh, He had 16 goals and 8 assists, so a total of 24 combined, which is pretty good for a Sort of box-to-box
1: midfielder. Yeah, he was involved in a lot of goals, basically, is what that says. I know him quite well through the FUT Draft app, (laughs) because almost every time I'm looking for a midfielder, he's one of the five options that pops up. So um, if you really, really love Nangolin, download that app, because you'll see a lot of him in there. All right, next up. Arsenal are very keen on signing Lacazette. But Lyon want sixty five million pounds for him
0: and he had I can, another French player. Yeah, I can understand why Lyon wants so much because in forty five appearances, this is insane. Lacazette had forty five goals and four assists.
1: So he had a, he had a goal a game. Yeah, not so much on the assist side. So once every what 10, 11 games he had a uh, he had an assist, but he scored a goal in every on average in every single. Nats that he played, so that is, that's crazy. Um, But yeah, you had another French player. So your, I think your theory about um, Wenger is dead on. Yes, you're a smart kid. All right. So there's this player. He plays in Spain and he's from Portugal. His name's Cristiano Ronaldo. I don't know if you've ever heard of him.
0: I haven't.
1: Yeah. So he's he's an up and comer. Uh, You know, a lot of people say he's going to be pretty good.
0: Yeah, I I only think he scored like. More than a goal a game for Real Madrid in, like, 300-something matches.
1: Yeah, it's actually Real Madrid, I think is how you pronounce it.
0: Yeah, Real... So, yeah. uh, Cristiano Ronaldo plays for Real Madrid.
1: Real Madrid. So, uh, you know, there was all of this talk. You know, there was this tax uh, problem that he had in Spain. And so I think uh, maybe a bit of posturing and threatening. He said, I want to leave Real Madrid. I want to get out, which I'm sure was a PR tactic to influence Spanish authorities somehow. Um, so then a lot of teams, you know, there were a lot of rumors of teams that he might go to. And of course, making a return to Man U uh, was at the top of that list. But um, suppose, uh, recording, according to this report, um, Ronaldo is not, very high on the list of players that Jose Mourinho wants to go after. Um, He instead, it sounds like if he's going to spend that kind of money, he wants to go get Harry Kane. (laughs) And he's willing to um, do a a transaction of 100 million pounds in transfer fee for for Kane.
0: Yeah, so that's kind of a big saying from Mourinho saying that He wants Harry Kane more than Ronaldo.
1: And I wonder if that's a bit of posturing too. Yeah. I wonder if everybody's playing a little head games because you know that Mourinho is always up for a little bit of that banter. Mm
0: -hmm, For sure.
1: So so that might – he might have said it and that might just be to uh, knock Ronaldo down a rung or two um, and deflate his ego a little bit. Um, But we'll see. I think – Personally, I think I'd rather have Ronaldo on my team, Um, especially uh, for Manchester United. But we'll see if that even goes anywhere at all. Next up. And we should also say that Kane won the Golden Boot this past season, had 29 goals. He had just a tear at the the last couple of games of the season that just put him well out of reach of anyone else catching him. Next up. Uh, Theo Walcott is the target of West Ham, who are preparing a 25 million pound bid for him. So we shall see if that comes to fruition or not. Liverpool are refusing to give up on Virgil van Dijk, um, but have been told by Southampton that van Dijk will cost 70 million pounds.
0: Van Dijk isn't even that that good. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money for a player which... He's he's a good player, but I feel like there's a lot of more players in this the central defender role yeah. that you can get for seventy million pounds that are better than Van Dyke.
1: Yeah, I think so. Um but you know, if if they have the money to spend then then maybe they'll do it. I, I like I like Liverpool's um thought process here though of they're gonna go out and spend some money. Like yeah. they're gonna put together a team that can go and compete. Yes. You know, they're not just going to be happy with, you know, a top four or six finish. I love it. Uh, quickly, uh, Inter Milan have expressed interest in Andre Iniesta.
0: I don't think that's going to happen. Didn't have
1: the greatest of seasons for Barcelona, but, um, but you know, uh, I never would have thought that, that Xavi would have left Barcelona either.
0: Yeah. And, th- I mean... Yeah, we've seen that ha- stuff like that happen before. So, who knows? Maybe you will have them.
1: Yeah, at some point, you know, it's a tough decision to make. But the club has to, the club and the player both have to make a decision. Of you may have a limited amount of minutes, Iniesta, and, and then he has to think: All right, th- is this okay with me, or um, you know, do I want to go somewhere else? And still, I, I feel like I have enough left in my legs where I can compete. You know, ninety minutes on a consistent basis. Speaking of Barcelona, they are interested in making a record-breaking move for Borussia Dortmund star Usman Dembélé. Towards the end of the season, Musa Dembélé was sort of the target of everyone, and that was the Dembélé that we heard the most talk about. You know, well, he was doing great things at Celtic, and he was on everyone's list. But now Usman, yes, is big there. So, um, if this record-breaking move happens it would most likely become the largest sale in Bundesliga history, which would outdo the 75 million euro that Manchester City paid for Kevin De Bruyne back in 2015.
0: Yes, that would be a pretty interesting move, and it'll be interesting to see if that does happen. Where would he play?
1: Yeah, he did have a pretty good impact for uh, Dortmund, though. In 52 appearances, he was involved in a total of 28 goals, so he had 10 goals. And 18 assists, so definitely likes to be around um, the goal. Yes. Get that ball in somehow. Lastly, another youngster that is quite popular is Gianluigi Donnarumma.
0: Yes. So, go ahead. so Real Madrid uh, reportedly had talks with uh, Donnarumma, but the, uh, Real Madrid are willing to wait until next summer to make a move for him, yeah, I can understand that considering he's only 18 years old.
1: I can, and and you gotta when a club puts something like that out into you know uh, the world, maybe there's partial truth to it, but also a lot of this is just negotiation tactics. Of if they say that Don Room says, wait a minute, I thought I was going there, and then he panics and he's willing to accept less money um because he wants to go there desperately so there's definitely a bit of um sportsmanship in all of this so yeah
0: but if that's actually true yeah then i think that's actually pretty strategic from yes uh, madrid because yeah. they're not he's young yeah they already have taylor navas yeah, absolutely so let him grow
1: and i think the De Gea thing probably isn't dead either yeah still could definitely happen yeah um but I think that's going to do it for this week's episode. Yeah. Lots of cool transfer stuff. Of course, we'll post everything on our Instagram page. Just go to Let's Talk Soccer. Please check it out. If you haven't already followed us there, please do. We want to get to that 20,000 mark. And then, of course, go beyond. We love your guys' feedback. Anything, any questions, comments, anything you want to share with us, please do. Either put it in the comments or you can DM us or you can even email us from there. And please subscribe to this podcast. We want those downloads. Tell a friend. When you tell a friend after you subscribe and you get at least one of your other friends to subscribe, please DM us on Instagram and we will give you a shout out through our account. Yes, we will. Yes. So um, because we like to say sharing is. Care. Yes, it is. All right, guys. That's going to do it for this week. We'll be back again in a week. Thank you so much for all your support, and until next time, we say peace, peace, goodbye.